Good. Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. Welcome to season four, episode 11 of the Kevin and Philip Project. Today we are on location. We promised we would uh, travel a little bit more, get some guests on uh, with us. And so this is the first one. We are at the Prickly Pear Grill and Cantina. Today's margarita day. Five dollar margarita. And here I am drinking beer. Well, <laughs> that's if anybody knew you, they would not yeah, be surprised yeah, that, by that's that. Not so surprise anybody. He was actually going to get out of his wheelhouse today and have a Corona Light instead of a Michelob Ultra. Apparently somebody got here earlier those. and got them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was he was bragging about moving on to something different and got the same old thing. So, yeah. well, since the last time we were here, Oklahoma City trip. Yep. Um, we talked about that on the last one. We made it down there Friday, and we made it back without killing anybody. And we said we weren't great NBA fans to start off. Um, but we had a pretty good NBA weekend, didn't we? We did, but I'm still not an NBA fan because I I'm didn't watch much either. of the game. You know, I was telling them that if, if I watched the first quarter, and I don't think the Thunder missed a game. And if you've never been and aren't a fan of the Thunder, um, you'd think they were the best team in the NBA the game we went and watched them. I yeah, think they didn't they miss a shot. Like 140-something yeah. played great against yeah. uh, whoever they were playing, Utah Jazz. Yep, we had uh, – had a couple of KU players there that uh, Julie was able to enjoy with the Jazz. She and, didn't like uh, it when I booed when they announced Abaji in the starting lineup. But the the suite was we, as we say, we got an, we got a, a, a suite there, and it was really nice. And then we had front row seat tickets um, underneath the basket, and uh, me and Kevin neither one got to go downstairs nope, to do missed that. that. We missed that, but some of the friends here, Jimmy went down, and one of my friends from Oklahoma went down with their wives and stood on the front row and said it was pretty fun. Well, I wanted to talk about something else that happened on that Oklahoma City trip. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Top golf. Who you won? You want to talk about that? Yeah, who won that? <laughs> Not Jimmy. We had a contest and Kevin beat everybody in the uh, top golf contest, which top golf is a lot of fun and it, it wouldn't it be something if we had one in Salina? I don't know if, how it would work. Wichita's close. Wichita's close and it's uh, I think I'm going to try that one out this weekend, but yeah. You heard it here first. I beat Jimmy in golf. So. And we actually went to a piano bar the next Saturday night. We did. It was really good. There's, there's a lot of fun things to do in downtown Oklahoma City. There, yep. we, the girls said it misses retail. But as far as just going to a basketball game and being able to go out after the basketball game. some friends. Yep. Me being from there, it is a world changer since I was in high school to today. Great it's, meal it's on Saturday wonderful. night. Yep. We, it was a little slow. We were there a little for slow, a little over the, two hours. But the food was just unbelievable. Oh. We went to Mickey Mantle's Steakhouse, and it was really good. So if you ever have a chance to go to Mickey Mantle's Steakhouse, don't go ahead and take the chance because it Caramelized is really good Caramelized onion mashed potatoes. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, they're Ooh. good. Got some still in my refrigerator. I'm still eating some of those, trying to make it last. So um, you got some local news. So let's, let's jump into that before we introduce our guest and, and get rolling on well, this. Well, you know, I told the guy I would say something about him today. He got uh, Tim Bishop. That's Mr. Bishop. Bishop <laughs> works over at uh, 
Salina South Middle. Middle. Yep. Salina South Middle. But he also was assistant coach on the track team. Yep. Back in 2020, he was named the Hall of Fame of uh, NAI, NAI Hall of Fame. And this week, he, or this past week, he finally got to go up and be inducted into the yep. Hall of Fame, which great honor for him. Congratulations. He was, I think he this, was like a nine-time All-American. I think this is like the third Hall of Fame he's been in, inducted. Yeah, well, he was in his local Hall of Fame, he's, yep. uh, the, the school's Hall of Fame itself, but this was the NAI Hall of Fame. So pretty big deal. Yep. He must have been a heck of a runner. Must have been. Well, congrats. You know, I, I, I admire guys that will get up every day and run like that. I was I never a runner. It. Nope. Well, you guys runners? Anybody a runner no. here? I am. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I admire that. You get if you can get up and make your body get up and run every day. I try. Woo. It doesn't work. So, so my well, machine don't work that good. Well, congrats to uh, Tim. Um, next Tim time we we'll see you, buddy. Beers Black, on me. Black Hills State University. Yeah, which would be north of uh, everything. Yeah, it's north, north of it's everybody. One of the Dakotas. I can't remember which one. It's North Dakota. North Dakota. It's way okay. up there. And uh, or is it South Dakota? I don't know. It's South one of the Dakota. Dakotas. Well, it's just north of the the casino town. Deadwood, just you, north of Deadwood. If you hear that ice, yeah, I'm that's Kevin. A delicious. But anyway, he, when he left school there, uh, whatever year he graduated, like back in the 2000s, <laughs> he left with 11 school records, and so must have had quite a quite a career there. All right. And uh, other local news: Did you see today in the USA Today where the Abilene was named the number two? I did not. Small town, like historic or old Wild West small town in the country. Did you see? Did you see it as well? Tia? I did. No. That's and what did, is that? What it said was the small historic towns yeah. of America, which okay. you don't really think of it that much. But I, I know I, you know, even my mom last week came up and uh, they went for the day to the, believe yep. it or not. Yep. To the, uh, the Eisenhower Library and the dog oh, and the Greyhound, yeah, the Greyhound Museum the Greyhound, because yes. they they were uh, uh, Robert, my mom's husband, is into Greyhounds, and so they you know so I guess there's a lot of draws to Abilene as small of a town as it is, and I think it's incredibly underrated that we have a presidential library as close to Salina as we do. I don't think it gets near enough. And in your publicity. life, how many times have you been to it? Oh, four or five. Four or five. That's, that's good. I, I, but I'm a museum so, I'm guy. Sure. I love it. Yeah. So, and they just—I haven't actually been there in a couple of years. They just redid it right before COVID, um, and I haven't been back there yet. So. No, I haven't either. But I, I went a few years ago when they had all the presidents from George mm -hmm. to George. So that's how long ago it was. That's yeah. George to George. <laughs> that would have been before uh, while Obama was in office, I think. So, yep. and then we had a we had a local man pass away this week that you know was one of our probably company founders in town of Crestwood Incorporated. Paul Young passed away on Tuesday, and so um, you know there's a lot of people probably upset about that. Paul's probably since opened Crestwood in 1969, and it's probably employed thousands and thousands of people in this town, and yep. done some great things for the community. and And Crestwood now is a third generation dealership that's uh, serves 41 states. At yep. this point, and you know, when Paul went down there and said, "I can make a better cabinet," he probably didn't envision someday I'm going to be in 41 <laughs> yeah. states. And their goal, you know, is to be in all 50 states. Yep. So, so pretty uh, a, a sad day for those people, and and a bad day for the city of Salina, I would say. Yep, I um, would agree. No, it's uh, uh, and I know his wife pretty well. She uh, she sat on some boards with me in the past, and great family. So. Definitely give a lot of time to the city of Salina. Yep. So, well, let's introduce our guest and let's jump into some basketball after we do that. But uh, we've got Tim Blake with us, which he is the, 
I know you're. Are you the owner of Prickly Pear or your family? My, my brother and I. Your brother. Well, and my you. brother okay. Wes and I okay. run both the Prickly Pear here and Hickory Hut Barbecue. Yep. Yeah. Which, so. as I was typing some notes this morning <laughs> for uh, um, getting ready for tonight. I had to go get a slammer basket for lunch. That just sounded good as I was typing some things up. So. For, for research. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I've got that one down. So, yeah. yeah. So, no, we appreciate you being here. Um, Thanks for coming gonna, out. We're going to jump into uh, the restaurant stuff here in a little bit. But before we do that, um, we're going we're gonna to revisit the basketball season because it is the end of Big 12 season. Yep. And I'm going to start by playing a clip. Oh, God. From our Big 12 basketball preview Here episode. Here we go. Here we go. At K-State. So, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I watched I, I'm afraid that it's going to be a long season for K-State. I would, if I was going running down it backwards, I think there's a three groups of good, three groups in the middle, and, th- and another group that's kind of bad, similar to what football and is. where do you think K-State lands? In I that? think they're not going to be good. They're in the rebuilding. Okay. I think it's going to be a long year. I, I would uh, – I'll put a wager let's, – let's make a wager right here online, 20 bucks. I have no where idea who K- that is talking. K-State's going to end the season. Well, there's 10 teams. Okay. Uh, and they're picked dead last. 7, 8, coaches. 9, 10, those bottom four. They're going to be in the bottom four. 7, 8, 9, 10. So, okay, so would you bet me $20? So keep in mind that the coaches... It is legal to bet on sports in Kansas now, yeah. I could do that, So would you bet me $20? I will say K-State will finish better than seventh in the conference. Better than seventh. So six through one. Yeah, I would take that bet. All right. Bingo. Did he hit that? On the head. Hey, how many times have I been wrong, though? I mean, that's only the second time yeah. that I can think of in my life. So, no. I would have dreamed it, though. I mean, there, every I, guy had a chance. Just when you bring in that new coach and he brought in the players he brought in, Oklahoma's had the same opportunity. Other people had the same opportunities. He did a better job of bringing in the transfer kids. And, and it is what it is. And he's a better coach, probably. In this era of the transfer portal, doesn't that have oh. to be exciting to, yeah. a, to, a, to a coach to say, hey, it can turn on a dime. Yep. You can, you can yep. rebuild the program around. overnight. And, and the, the thing is, I said that, but I wasn't the only one that said that. There were multiple, multiple media outlets that said K-State's dead last. For sure. Everybody. Uh, and I, I have a lot of bets I need to go collect up at Gray Life on that yeah. because <laughs> I bet a lot of people that uh, K-State would make the tournament. So the day that Keontae Johnson signed with K-State. You're pretty confident. I started rolling. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. I, I, and our, and I went back and listened to that. And in that episode, I said, we will finish in the top six because we made the bet. Mm. And I said, there's a very good chance we would be in the top four and finish third. Here so, we are. Yep. yep. No, and I agree. I mean, you think about that, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, that uh, without the transfer portal and Weber leaves and you've got two returning guys, that's a four-year rebuilding job right. at best. Sure. At right. best. And but you with know the what? transfer portal, it's like, one. But people like me still kind of old school and don't really think about the transfer portal still think of it as it's a rebuilder. Well, nothing's a rebuilder anymore. I mean, even yep. in football. It's Watch Deion Sanders, and I'll go ahead and – save this because I want you to play it in a little while. Deion Sanders will probably make the final 12 at Colorado next year. That's possible. Yeah. I mean, very, very possible. I mean, it's just, and they're yeah. horrible. And one year later, yeah. they could be unbelievable. Yep. No, it's uh, – I mean, as a K-State fan, I, I'm glad that yeah. it happened this sure. way because I, it would have been really, really miserable. Not to his fault, but – To just, have lost that 20 to me? Is that what you're saying? No, that, I'll that let everybody know part. what I'm going to spend that money <laughs> oh, on. So, I'll uh, – 
I'll, I'll spend that money. I'll let you know what I spend it on. I'm still waiting for it. So, um, as far as all Big 12 goes, they just announced that this week. Um, I'd say they pretty much got it right. So, um, the only thing I would say is I felt like Jalen Wilson probably deserves player of the year. I don't know that it would be a unanimous vote. I was surprised yeah. that that was unanimous with Noel's numbers that he put up in conference play. Yeah. As a big Noel fan, I, I'm good with that. I watch what, you know, you know, KU as a whole and the entire – and we can, we can talk about the coach of the year stuff and how that voting shook out. But to, with what Jalen Wilson was able to do and when they leaned on him time and time again, yep. I, I'm okay with it. You know, it's um, – I was just surprised it was see, unanimous. For sure. So I'm I, okay with it because his mom was a hometown girl for me. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I, we uh, I didn't realize that I was watching. We talked about it afterwards, but on one of the KU games, they were they had her on there and they were talking about that. I didn't realize she was from down there. So yeah, she so, was quite an athlete too in high school. Really good at one of the best girls that ever come out of Ada High School. She's really good. So she got, I'm sure she got it from her daddy too, but got it from her a whole lot. Do we want to talk about where OU finished at all? No. Okay. I mean, but uh, you know what? Yeah, that's kind of what I predicted yep. in the beginning. I didn't like any of their players. The one transfer we got out of uh, Arizona or New Mexico or something, Sherfield, he played well, but he wasn't great. The The brothers weren't good, off and on good. The, the weird thing is if you went down their schedule and you said, okay, they beat the number two team in the country, and then you, re- you go down and read they, the ranked teams that they did beat during the year, Say that to me at the beginning of the year and say, this is who we beat. I would have said, okay, we're probably in the top half of the Big 12. But then you look at the other side of all the people they lost to the day after they win big games. It's pitiful. Yep. They were the most inconsistent team in the Big 12 by far, by far. Yep, and it was, you know, I, I went down there and, and uh, watched the game in, in Norman when K-State played down there. and uh, Win that game by 15 and yeah, go to K-State and yeah. lose by 20. Yeah. So you're going to tell me your 35-point swing in, in a 10-day period? That's, yeah. that's just it, the way they played all that's year That's how long. inconsistent they are. Yeah. And that's, you know, the and nobody's they, afraid to go to Lloyd Noble. You know, especially what, I don't know, when we played them on a Tuesday no, or Wednesday no. night. Come on. There's, we, we there's talk, no culture there. I know you've talked about that in, in past terrible. episodes. Yeah, it's got to be the worst. To, we don't want to rehash it, but it's got to be it's got to be tore down. Yeah. Or let's start go playing up in the old fairgrounds in Oklahoma City. Get off campus. <laughs> go play in the, uh, the that Cox Center there. In yeah, Bricktown. next door to Bricktown. <laughs> a yeah. couple thousand but, seats. That'd, be, that'd fill up every night. Yep. So. But here we are on Wednesday headed into the Big 12 tournament. Who would be surprised if they won a game or two? You know, it wouldn't, you know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't it, it, it wouldn't shock I mean, me at all to not, see not them win all. two games. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. We'll see. I hope they don't. Let's just go home. Get this thing restarted. <laughs> Our coach says he's not leaving. I it would not shock. All coaches say they're not leaving. It would not shock me if he goes to Notre Dame. I he's from there. He's a devout Catholic. He's the whole thing. So he's his name's coming up for that job. I yeah, guess I missed he's, that. Okay. he's one of the first ones that came up. Because I know they were talking about is he does he is this, is he on the hot seat? Is he going to be fired or chance no, to be fired? No, I don't think there's any. Other I don't think of they that. care. It sounds like yeah. a lot of boosters down there really do like him, so they're going to give him give sure. him a little more opportunity. And and honestly, it's they've got some players. Like I I watched them play, and yep. and so what'll be interesting to me is as the season unfolds and and probably ends here in the next game or two. I mean, they'll probably they'll make. Well, it to thank the God NIT for the transfer portal, right? But <laughs> see who leaves. Like yeah. I think if that core stays, that's a good sign, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If if they start bolting then now you got other problems in the locker room you got to deal with speaking of that just real quick kind of weird that you got iowa state who caleb grill is out a week before the big 12 tournament 
got Texas Tech who suspended their coach. And breaking news about four hours ago was that Eddie Lampkin's not uh, playing for TCU this weekend, at least. Yep. And mm-hmm. from what I saw on Twitter, he's done at TCU. It looks to me so. like he's done. Yep. Kind of crazy week for uh, yep. being in the middle of the season. But you so. know, and then we have that, you know, the long-haired uh, point guard from Oklahoma, the Indian kid. At Cortez. Or, yeah. yeah. He, he just quits. You know, he just says personal reason. I'm quitting. I didn't just, know. So he's not playing? No, he's oh, not I didn't playing. know that. Okay. Well. And, and he doesn't give a reason, you know, but. It's today's kids sometimes, I think. Just today's kids. Yeah. Well, we said we're not going to get into that conversation. So. Yeah, let's not get into that. So, Anything else we want to talk about on basketball before we move on? Oh, yes, one little thing. Oh, yes. This yes. is hilarious. Yes. Two top-ranked 4A schools in Oklahoma played two weekends ago, and the final score was 4-2. to two. Ever heard of that before? 4-2? to two? Nope. This is basketball, not baseball. Yeah. <laughs> basketball four to two and it brought back the old thing and uh, you know kansas doesn't have it oklahoma doesn't have it but just the shot clock Mm -hmm. but how do you do a four to two game and set through it coach it play it be a fan yeah miserable from my understanding because i I did watch the video and I, i read about it my understanding was the one team felt like they were severely undermanned and they were going to have a hard time winning. They weren't going to be able to outscore this other team. But they were they're both ranked teams. Right. Though, so, their, so their goal was to slow it down and give the other team as few chances as possible to shoot and, and score points. And, they, I mean, I, honestly, I think it's probably as difficult to pass the ball around I do for I can't 30 believe minutes than it is to just shoot. And I, I can't believe that the there was one turnover that led to the winning basket of the whole game. That's, that's just crazy. unbelievable. Wow. Yep. So that was so Ant- that's Weatherford against Anadarko. Weatherford right? versus Anadarko. Yep. And Weatherford's high ranked team, like top five in the state. Two towns I go to regularly for work that I if I never went back, yeah, I'd be all right. So I don't know. I don't mind Weatherford. I mean the campus is I, would, nice I there. like Weatherford a lot more Anadarko. than I like Anadarko. Oof. Yeah, that's rough. Yep, that's rough. So all right. Well let's get into this. Let's uh we're about a quarter of the way in here. So let's talk restaurants. You know we talk about this all the time on this podcast. And so we thought, let's bring somebody who has some experience to talk about it instead of the two of us who don't have experience. Well, I shouldn't say you have some experience. I do not. So I'll start with this, Tim. Tell us your story because I know you're from here. You left here for a while and now sure. you're back. So why don't you just kind of walk us through your story on, on sure. from high school until what brought you back here for this place? Sure. I graduated Salina South in 1998. And went to school in Manhattan after, and it, while I was growing up in Salina, uh, our family operated Hickory Hut Barbecue. It was, it's been a family owned business for 40 some odd years now. We grew up in that business and I worked in that business through high school and, and early into college. And then when we, I went to school in Manhattan and after school in Manhattan, I, I had a career in finance. I worked in, in Kansas city, uh, for about 15 years. And, um, my wife is also from Salina, um, uh, we dated since the senior, our senior year of high school and um, eventually got married after after college. And um, we had the opportunity to come back to Salina uh, uh, from Kansas City. Um, it was time for my parents to retire. Uh, my brother was um, uh, had the opportunity to, to, to leave his current position. And uh, I had the opportunity to divest out of the investment business that I was in. And so, it, you know, we both, we had young kids at the time. We've just felt it was and felt called it to come home you know it was just a lot of a lot of stars aligned and you know we came back and and so my brother and I we've operated Hickory Hut now for about the last oh four and a half five years 
And then um, here in the last over the last two years, we've been working on this project downtown, the Prickly Pear, uh, and that's that's been a project that you know has you know it, it's taken a while. It was slowed by COVID. It was you know it. Uh, it was a total building renovation. It was, you know, a lot of challenges, but it, it's something that we, we knew when we, when we moved back, we wanted to take on a project like that. Um, you know, not that Hickory Hut's boring, but it's, 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 it's a well-established business that's been around a long time. It, it kind of runs itself, yep. you know, and so uh, when one, one of the things when you come back to Salina, when you haven't been here a long time, you, you instantly notice the revitalization of downtown. Mm-hmm. It, it's impossible not to notice to drive up and down Santa Fe on a weekday and parking's tough, you know, and when, when we were growing up in the 80, you know, 80s, early 90s that, you know, there, it was a ghost yeah. town. I yeah. mean, it, Never like, like a lot of small town, downtown yep. America, it, you know, and, and, and we, it was a, it was a, it was things that we followed all along while we were, while we were away. You know, I, I read the Salina Journal and followed KSL and followed the news locally even when we didn't live here. So really try to keep tabs on, on things that were going on in Salina. And, and when we had the opportunity to uh, work on this project downtown, it was, it was a real estate that we couldn't pass up on. You know, we, we really felt it was like a, a, an opportunity to bring something of real value to, to, to downtown Salina and to, to Santa Fe. So, you know, it, it's, it's been a long time coming, you know, we've been open right at six months now. Um, we opened in August. Um, and we're, you know, I, I think we're proud of the project. We, it, it, it's, 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 an, it's a project that we continue to, we, we try to improve on every day. You know, any new business, you know, it, it, it takes a while, yep. you know. Um, but, you know, we're, we're excited to, you know, we're to be a part of the downtown community for sure. What made you decide on the, the concept of this type of restaurant outside of the barbecue business or the meat business? What made you decide on this for sure. Particular. We, well, it, it was a it, th- this is a culmination of a lot of different things that we that we've that we've ran across in travels, um, and we wanted to bring something to Salina that we we don't already have. You know, this, we we wanted to be new. We wanted to be unique, uh, and again, but uh, something that would add value and and, and and be attractive to downtown Salina. In in this concept here, I think you'll find a lot of things that we brought from uh, a couple of restaurants that we really enjoy in uh, Midtown Kansas City, and in uh, there's one or two in Manhattan, Kansas that we really enjoy, and in Austin, Texas, there's little little things that we've we've taken um, and and tried to you know uh, try to incorporate here in in just to to create a unique and unique concept just for Salina. So tell us about those restaurants, because we were talking about this earlier, and when I've talked to other people that own restaurants or have opened restaurants, there's usually one or two restaurants that they were in when they were like, I want to do something like this. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned you were taking some things from some different restaurants. So what are those restaurants for you? Sure. Well, so in in Fort Worth, Texas, there's a chef. His name's Tim Love. Big restaurateur. He is involved. He's in Fort Worth in Houston right now kind of a celebrity chef there uh, they've got a place on the river um oh, just south of the tcu campus in fort worth uh it's called woodshed barbecue it's kind of an indoor outdoor concept roll the garage doors up their weather's more pleasant than yeah. ours <laughs> but it, it, it's a great place to go and we go every yep. time we're in fort worth okay you know that's one place you know there's um it, you know locally more locally a, a better local example is taco lucha or mm-hmm. so long saloon in manhattan we've I've been a fan of those places yes. and, 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 and know the folks that run them. Um, they're, they're good friends. Um, since they opened in early two thousands, mid two thousands, um, those are amongst my, my favorite places in the whole world. You know, I, I think they're just great, 
you, you feel welcome when you walk in the mm-hmm. door. The food's always good and it's consistent. The drinks are always getting in, you know, it, it's just, it, it's, there's a feeling and a vibe when you walk in. If you've never been to either of those places in Aggieville, you've got to check I'm glad out. you do have a few more tables than, than those places though. It's exclusive though. That's part of what, you know, that, you know, it, yeah. no, but that's, that's part yeah. of their vibe. It yeah, makes it them is. unique. And, yeah. you know, Coca Bolo's isn't there anymore in Manhattan, yeah. but that, you know, um, the Cox brothers, they, they did a really good job creating co- different concepts in Manhattan. Um, you know, Char Bar in, in Kansas City, in Westport, uh, there's, I think you draw a lot of similarities from, uh, from the Prickly Pear and, and Char Bar, if you've ever been there, uh, where we wanted to bring some indoor-outdoor uh, concepts, some picnic tables, some, some yard games when the weather's nice, yep. or some live music. Um, you know, they, uh, they're and, – and, and I would even, you know, you, you look at um, uh, the pickleball franchise in Wichita, Kansas mm-hmm. City as mm-hmm. well um, – Yep, chicken and pickle. Uh, chicken and pickle. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and you know that, you know we've 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 incorporated a few things from there. Um, so that, from an example standpoint, you know we you know we are in the Midwest. We have to deal with seasonal changes. We wanted to build a concept that was going to be you know an, an all weather year round, um, but. Uh, concept but we we wanted to play but you that, can't wait for summer right we can't no, <laughs> right. we can't it, we're, we're here we're here and you know well, it, i feel like when you, when you open yeah. your doors and you're able to get people sitting outside here it really changes yes. the whole vibe of the whole place yeah it it does it does and so we've we've had to you know every each season that we now that we've been open we've kind of had to find our niche okay what now you know we're you know every day we use our upstairs area here that we've that we've we've been a part of tonight and you know that and we didn't have this in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just kind of finding out our flow, finding out how our business flows, the seasonality of it. You know, the, the, I will say the, uh, the, the customer flow downtown is different than we have at Hickory Head. Yep. So it's just kind of going through the, the trials and learning, you know, um, you know, how to deal show nights at the Stiefel, yep. you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. little, little things. It's, um, and, and that's been great because I've gone, I mean, and I'm talking this would have been, you know, five, six, seven years ago. I would come down here to the Stiefel for a sold-out show, and the only place I could get any food was Taco John's because Martinelli's would be completely booked. Yep. yep and then, like, some of the places would be closed. And I'm like, yeah. you have a sold-out show a block down the road, and, you, and, and, I, and I know we won't get into the staffing and all that kind of <laughs> stuff that challenges that, that you see today. But we back, need to a little bit. <laughs> but back then, mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you – even if you're normally closed. Sure. Like I feel like you would be able to open the doors for that, so um, I, it's great that there's some new places down here to, that can help out with that. Well, one of the questions that I had written down, and it's basically answers itself, is why did you pick this location? Um, we, you want to be a part of downtown, right? Absolutely, I mean, that's, that's it. You're, it's a growing downtown, and I'll tell you, I went to a chamber meeting in McPherson. I think I've told Kevin this before, and not just McPherson. We were in, we were in. Um, even in Manhattan and downtown, those towns are jealous of what's gone on in Salina. Uh, they'll, and they talk about it in their meetings. They'll say, well, go to Salina and see what they've done. Well, it's a great thing when you think the restaurant on this end, the, I mean, the hotel on that end, the bowling alley on this end, and all you good restaurants in between. It's John it's a Blanchard draw would now. disagree with you on that. Yeah, there's a few guys. That, you know, <laughs> I, I would tell you that I, me being Sorry. a little bit of a skeptic, Ten years ago when they started talking about all this and the Garage Museum, which my mom then went to the Garage Museum the other day, too. It's awesome. It's just another it? draw for yeah. you. Um, it's, um, 
But as a skeptic 10 years ago, I was like, oh, I don't want to pay tax money for that. Now my daughter's just learning to drive, my youngest yeah. daughter learning to drive. She came down North Street, and as she turned left to come up Santa Fe, all the lights lit up and all the cars yeah. down through here last night. She goes, man, we have a pretty downtown. Well, who says that? We're a very fortunate town. That, that's, that's the way it's turned yeah. out. And congratulations to the guys that had the vision to see it uh, because it's, it's turning out to me pretty good deal. Absolutely. I just wish I was going to be around longer to appreciate it and experience it more. Why are you moving? Old. Are you I'm moving off? I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm getting old. So. You're retiring with me at Grand Lake, no, huh? But yeah, when we were kids, I mean, <laughs> no, I never came downtown. No. So, no. I mean, ever. Out like, of the question. We'd go to Cozy a couple times yeah. a year, and yeah. maybe, you know, in 2001 yeah. when Tony opened Martinelli's, you know, that'd be about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, maybe once every six months you go eat pizza at the scheme, but, you know, you go there on a Saturday night and nothing else was open. So, no, it's, 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 they've done a really good job. So, um, and and I'm looking forward to the patio. I didn't I, uh, I didn't get to experience it too much last fall. We were just getting into volleyball season in August, and and uh, there was a band I wanted to come out here and listen to back in November. It got rained out, and so that was unfortunate. But I'm looking forward to getting to do the patio this summer. Yeah. Well, did you and your brother come up with the menu that you have? And then let's talk about the menu a little bit. But For sure. Did you guys come up with we, it yourselves? We did, and we did, and we you know my my dad it, you know he. And both my parents uh, developed the menu and the, the whole process at Hickory. My dad was heavily involved in our menu creation here as well as our, you know, uh, our chef, Stephen Lamer. You know, he's um, we brought him over from Hickory Hut. And, yeah. and you know, that that's really his baby and the menu creation there. We, you know, it, and it has continued to evolve. We even had it. We had a new iteration of our menu come out yesterday, you know. Uh, and so it, it's it's still, um, you know, I, I think we're we're pretty set right now. Um, you know, I, I think we finally got in there. It took us about six months to um, to get where we wanted to go. But um, what do you look at? See what sells, what's we, not selling. That we, kind we, of stuff. We do, yeah. We, we, you do. Yeah, you, you look at you you look at patterns. You look at you know, yeah. We we pulled a couple of things off that you, you know that didn't move as well and that we that we didn't like. We want we want. You know, when when anybody comes and sits down, it you know we want if they no matter what they choose on the menu, we want that to be representative of as part of their experience and their how they're going to perceive our place. You know, and and so if there's something on there that we we don't think represents us well, we wanted to get it out of the way. Um, and then we also want another thing. You know, we we obviously we're starting to get a lot busier here already this spring, and we were busy when we opened in the fall, and you know um, we anticipate you know, large crowds, again, we've got to be able, you've got to be able to serve a lot of food yep. fast. Yep. Um, yep. You know, folks, they won't, you know, they'll, they'll lose, you will lose some interest, you know, if, if, if you, if you don't have a, a quick turn, you know, you, yep. you don't want to be tied up here all day for lunch. And so I think we've got it now where you can, you can pop over for lunch. You're in and out in 30, 40, 40 minutes. If you want, if you want to stay and linger, you know, we, again, we wanted to try and create uh, a lot of different experiences. Yeah. You know, um, whatever you know, whatever mood you're in, you know, whatever you know, if time's tight, if you got plenty of time, you want to sit here and drink, have drinks all afternoon, knock yourself out. Yep. So, so, I'm going to ask you a question, and you can't use COVID as the answer. So you have to, you have to use a different. What would be number two? Because I'm sure COVID would be number one. But what, as you guys were going through the process of opening this restaurant, what was the biggest challenge that you guys ran into, not counting COVID? Well, yeah, just the lasting effects of COVID and, and some of the supply chain issues uh, delayed us to some degree. It, it, construction build-out cons- Construction build-out, yeah. This building's 95% new. 
yeah. you know. And and so it's hard to name another one, Kevin. That you know that that would be, uh, you know, that that wouldn't be somewhat tied to COVID. You know, uh, it, our our staffing has been great. You know, everybody. You know, that's one thing that was kind of a surprise for us. Lots of people wanted to come work here, mm-hmm. you know, and so from a staffing standpoint, that that really hasn't been a challenge at all. Um, what was this building prior to this, right here where it, we were sitting? Well, so it was two different suites. So the the front portion was uh, it was a coin sh- coin store coin shop, yeah, and then in the in the back was Coop's Pizzeria, Mike yep. Cooper and Cooper family, um, you know, and they they relocated over on over on Crawford, um, and they're good friends, and I think that's been a tremendous boon to their business. I mean, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the the gentleman that ran the coin store. He they were always hidden to me. They, they were coops because I, I didn't yeah. come downtown a lot. When I came down here, I didn't really see it. Now I see it all the time when I go down yeah. to Crawford. No. I drive past it six times a day. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's you know, it's yeah. and and so no, it so I think it's been a win win all around. You know, we we combine the the you know uh, both both of the both of the properties. Um, you know, it was a building that was very dilapidated. You know, we had before we got involved, they had they had walls literally falling down. They had you know, and, and, and also to, you know, to kind of tie together with the city's um, remodel and, you know, rejuvenation of Campbell Plaza, the yep. adjacent Campbell Plaza, you'd ask, you know, what, you know, where, why did we decide to come downtown? This is the only place that I can think of that we would have come downtown for, you know, right. it, it, we, we, because you've got the plaza here beside you yeah, and the, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It, you know, it, um, it, it would, once we we saw it become available, we said it had to be here, you know, um, or else we weren't going to do it. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So. And you've got the ambient lights right out your front window. The yeah. of the what are those things called out there? Uh, the, I don't know. The, the crosswalk the, bridge. The, the crosswalk yeah, the bridge. The, 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 so got the, if you're upstairs, which this is the first time I've been upstairs. Yeah, the upstairs is really mention. nice. The upstairs is really nice, yeah. and I just thought. I mean, I have no reason. I've never been up here. I just thought there was just more tables. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting here. There's four TVs mounted on, big screen TVs mounted on the wall, some coach, or couches, some chairs. I mean, this is a nice area. It'd be fun to come up here. Thank you. Basketball tournaments and things like yeah. that. Come Isn't up here there a basketball tournament coming up that I, you, I, we I could really so. make this <laughs> thing I work? So. I heard about yeah. something. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day is next weekend, too. Right. So you got, you've, we've got, yeah, we have all the games on. We have, you know, we've got DirecTV. We've got, you know. You, you want a game on, we've got it, you know, and so we, it's, we try to create an atmosphere where just, just come hang out. So this is a different concept than Hickory Hut in mm-hmm. the fact that you've got a full bar. Obviously, you've got wait staff, things like that, that you guys don't have at Hickory Hut. So mm-hmm. what, what would you say from a differences standpoint between the two was the biggest challenge that you came across that you didn't expect? Mm-hmm from a, opening a new restaurant because, you sure. know, your dad sure. ran oh, yeah. Hickory Hut forever. Yeah. So yeah. starting from scratch, yeah. I guess. Our, our job with Hickory Hut was not to screw it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, know, <laughs> you know, that, um, you know, they, they did all the legwork. They developed all the process. They, you know, all, all we had to do is drive, yep. you know, and we didn't have to create any of that. Now it, it does take maintenance, but a lot of uh, what we had to create here and what we are creating here is, yeah, there's, there's processes in, in everything from your food prep to your drink management, your, you know, we'd never had a liquor license before, right. you know, we've learned so much, right. you know, there's, um, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've, our, our staff is trained differently here than it is at Hickory Hat. You know, we, 
you know, our, our I'd mentioned our, our business flows differently here. And so, and so they're different experiences. They work differently at different times of the week, different times of the year. And so it, they're there. It's, it's night and day difference. It's, it's an apples and oranges yeah. comparison. When you sure. add liquor and beer drinkers <laughs> and guys that sit downstairs, just be honest here. Does it make it a tougher restaurant to run? I mean, it just, uh, just to have to deal with, the not, drinkers. Not a to tough. It, it's a, it's just different, and it's. But we knew what we were getting when we invited that here, and that's what we wanted here. Our our whole goal in creating this concept, we wanted this this place in this building to be the. the and we kind of termed it the unofficial front porch for downtown Salina. We want a place that's open, you know, all hours, all seasons. You know, if you're coming in downtown Salina from and you're staying out of town, you're staying down at Homewood Suites or. And you're here for a volleyball or basketball tournament over the field house. We want it to be a place that you, you can pop in, you feel welcome. And you, gosh, I'm going back there next time I'm in Salina. Right. Or I'm, you know, I, I'm going to take my family there. You know, I know I can get in there. I know it's going to be decent. I know I'm going to have a good time. That's what we try to create. So how do you book the people that play live? Because we, we, we talked about this, oh, yeah. and there's been some interesting <laughs> ones. And there was a gentleman that was here do last time. Do they play out on the – well, outside both. or both. we're we're so. inside now. We have yeah. okay. music booked out every Friday and Saturday night upstairs. Here, well, no, no, they're downstairs. We we okay. built a stage down in the window yep. well downstairs. It up until when we opened in August, I'd never booked a band in my life. <laughs> yeah. We've we've learned a, another area. We've learned a lot, yep. you know, and people come out of the woodwork and you know offer to play, want to play, and there's a chance I could get a gig down here. Is that what he's saying? Oh, There's could. an outside there, chance I could. Don't, don't tell Paul, though. Right. I was going to say, I'm going to call Paul. Maybe I'm no. get our first gig yep. ever. Yep. Have at it. So, no, we'll, we'll – and so we, we've become more selective in, you know, in how we've booked those, booked those folks. But, um, you know, we've, we've, mm. we're booking out a full calendar. You know, we're well, going to have – you get known for that. You won't yep. slow down. We, we, and we want we to turn it into the premier live music. Right. You know, place in Salina. You know, we we've got some neat places um, that that have kind of come online the last few years where it's, it, you can go and hear good live music. So it's that has started. We want to we want to kind of take the lead in that, and but know that you know, uh, it, and it is better when we're outside. Absolutely, yes. right. they're they're hands down. Yeah. You know, when when we're inside here, it it gets a little louder, and we you know um, you know we you know it. When you're outside, do you deal with the city, or is that is that the city's? It, it is so the adjacent Campbell Plaza is is still city property. We do not own that property. We are the exclusive licensee of that property for both programming and you know food service. We have a sidewalk uh, cafe license, and we are the exclusive uh, provider of alcoholic drinks in that space. And so, um, yet you know we there can be other programming out there for sure. But they made it easy for you. They, it sounds they, like they did. They did. Yeah. Good. So it it took a while to get there, but. We got there. It was unique for them too. This right. it's a very unique project, and yeah. and and so we we got there. And you know, I think we've we've had a really good working relationship with Steady Staff, and um, you know, it. But you, we're really looking forward to you know the middle of May when when weather's consistently right. seventy two, mm-hmm. seventy five, and we can have a couple hundred people out on the patio. Yeah. That that's fun. Yeah, you know, it's it's the one thing that I've said of for years because I'll I haven't told you I I stay in Oklahoma in the weekends year-round i just stay in oklahoma on the weekends and we go to places that have live music because that's what we like is go somewhere that plays the live music and sometimes it's just a solo guy with a guitar or a solo guy with a piano and we've always said i might stay here some weekends if i could get that here 
And there's no, you yeah. can't find it there, unless there was, you want to go get your ears blown here, off in a couple of places. There was a guy here a couple weeks ago we, when we were down here that was really, really good. I am blanking on his name again. You're probably Sam Unruh. So he played, he played like Nirvana. He played oh, Caleb Tom Bowers. Pet, Caleb, from, that's it. From yes. Beloit. Yes. Yeah. That's and he's it. back. Yes. He's back on St. Patrick's yes. Day. Okay. And so we're getting, you're right. You're getting these yeah. folks in the rotation. You know, we finding out, we're finding out who works well, who, who do folks want to come and see. And so we're going to see them again and again. Wish I could tell you this kid. There's a kid that plays in the band that's starting his own band that plays rock for Salina Central. You haven't heard of a kid yet, have you? I don't he think so. is tremendous, hmm. and I wish I knew his name. Next week, remind me to bring it up. Okay. Next time we're oh, on, well. sure. and this kid, we can bring. If this kid could get in down here and start playing live for these yeah. kind of things. Yeah. No, they were gonna. The one I was talking about last early winter, late fall, whenever it was, was Bootleg Mercy when they were yeah. gonna play outside. Yeah. I didn't. I'd heard about them. They opened up for Hairball, which we've talked on this yeah. podcast about how much I like that. And they were really, really were good. Were they hard so, rock? Um, they play all kinds of stuff. So um, I wouldn't say hard rock, but they play some rock. They yeah. play some alternative. Like, it's, it's kind of a mix of stuff. We, but We found most local bands and most local, uh, whether it be Acoustic Axe or full, the Full Axe, they, they're pretty versatile. They can play what you want to hear. They, they can yep. do covers. They can do original. They can do, you know. And that's where, like, think about, like, the Nashville bars, right? When you, oh, yeah. like, if there's somebody, you can come up and just. Just sit down and listen to a, a guy play a, yeah, all and, day long. I would, I would never leave it. down here. So, yeah, Pe- yeah. People want to go to dueling pianos. They want to go play, you yeah. know, if, if you say, hey, play Merle Haggard, and they play Merle Haggard, you're like, yep, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, <laughs> at the dueling pianos, we were at Oklahoma City. So, Philip's friend uh, from high school who was with us, it was his birthday. <laughs> and so, I asked him, I'm like. What song do you want them to play for your birthday? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. So after an hour of asking, his wife finally gives me a song, asked them to go play this for him for his birthday. Did it have anything to do with LSU? No, it was anything? George Strait. Oh, okay, George oh, wow. Strait. So okay. I take my ticket, I write it down, I put my 20 on there, go bring it up there, turn around, they left. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, we we talk about this a lot too. So, what is your favorite restaurant you've ever been to? Wow, wow! Do you know what yours is? I, st- I mean, I, you know, I'm a New, New York, York City, City guy, so yeah. I like Grotta Azure yep. in New York City. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the one we went to Saturday night is probably. I like that one really one well too. I'd probably go with Gordon. You know Ramsey what though? I do. I do. A little bit, but it it it. it not to say the food wasn't great. The service was not good at all for as expensive as Mickey Mantle's is. I would have expected better service. What, when you say not better service, faster service. Faster. Okay. And I mean, I sh- you shouldn't have to get up and go get your own tea. No, I agree. <laughs> that kind of stuff. If you're, if you're paying no, the prices we pay for that steakhouse. But, but as far as restaurants, your, your favorite still probably out in California, maybe? You had one that you that loved Italian out there? Place yeah. in Sonoma or Gordon <laughs> Ramsay Steak would probably be my, one of mine. And Mickey Mantle's would be right behind there. Yep. yep. So you got one? I, you know, it changes a lot. There's a place in Maui. Um, it's called Merriman's. Um, that, you know, it's right on the water. Gorgeous view. You know, they, and there's, there's, you know, if, if, if you're a foodie, you know, it's kind of the Nap, Napa of, you know, that the same type of thing. There's a mama's fish house. There's, there's the more, mama's there's, fish house is in my top five. It, isn't it though? Yeah, I mean, but it's all part, but of it's the atmosphere too. Right. You watch it, guys surf it, out yeah, in front that, of you. If they put that say, in Salina, Kansas, would you think the same? 
I, the, the, well, no, because the food's <laughs> no. not as fresh. The, no. the seafood wouldn't be as fresh. And we talked about this the we other did. day. Seafood yeah. is a different animal. It is. Fresh seafood is better than anything. Yeah. I try not to eat too many oysters when yeah. I am yeah. this far away from the but coast. But at Mama's Fish House, they, the, if you're there at the right time of year, the surfers are right out in front yeah. of you. And the, the whole sand and yeah. of the water. Isn't it amazing? But yeah. it's the greatest food too. Isn't it? Unbelievable yeah. food. And you can look down and see that well, this swordfish was shot by caught by John <laughs> John Smith, you know, this morning at nine thirty. I mean, they, they do the whole thing. But it, yeah. it's hard to put a finger on on a, on a on a favorite. We've got so many really special places here, even in the Midwest. I mean, there's you know, um it, it, So let me ask you this. What about yeah. when you lived in Kansas City for yeah, yeah, yeah. fourteen years, whatever? Yeah. Well what would it be in Kansas City? Do you have one in Kansas City you could say? <sighs> you know, probably rye. Um, okay. There's a Leewood location. There's a Plaza location. You know, okay. um, they're you know they've got a couple. Um, Colby and Mar- Mar- uh, Megan Garlets. Um, are they, they a steakhouse? They, they are not a steakhouse. They're kind of they? a Midwestern. You know, they they're James Beard Award winning chefs. You know, yeah, husband and wife condo com- combo. Um, yeah, R- Rye R Y E, fantastic right. brunch, lunch, dinner. You know, um, so if you, really, really, if you're top golf in Leewood, mm-hmm. they're right right down the street. Okay, uh, that's their original location, and hmm. you know. Uh, good to go to there's there's uh and it 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 it's kind of been sad and some of these so you go places in chicago and some of these others that didn't survive covid and you kind of see yeah you know um ditka's was a favorite in in chicago um yeah. you know we've um uh, but and in in kansas city there there there's still a lot of really wonderful restaurants yes. and you they and people you know we run a barbecue restaurant people ask right. oh, well, what what do you like best i like them all you yeah. know they're all good they're all you know jack i think and a little different they're all they're, a little different yeah. you know I, Whether, I, joe's i will yeah. say you don't smell near as good as your brother and your dad do <laughs> when i when when do his they brother, always smell like a barbecue oh, pit yeah yeah when when i'm hearing his brother walks in i'm like hey Wes, come over here oh man just take it in just take See, it in you, you know last week the last time we did a podcast we talked about and you as a restaurateur of course we can say now bring your date down to the prickly pear but but have you got any place outside of a we, we did a little circle around salina oh, like yeah 40 yeah. miles out that that's just and we we had a bunch of people write on our Facebook page, and yep. you might name a few we're of gonna, them. We're going to try a few of them. We'll come the, back with those. But but the, the, there were people all the way far out as maybe around Lucas mm-hmm. that way, and then all the way down south around Mound Ridge and kind mm-hmm. of a circle. And so we had a few that we just hit on, like sure. here would be a good day trip for you and your wife or whatever. You got any that are nearby? Not, not, not K-State. I, I mean, understand. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not Manhattan. So. Not Manhattan. You know I love so long. Yeah do love so long you know we and my wife and i've done it too we've gone to minneapolis yep. to yep. you know the the coffee shop and the, yep. they've done a wonderful yep. job in that talk about a small town you know a place if you're looking to go on a saturday night or another they've yep. had some live music they've had yep. different things and you know um so that that's been a, just an incredible place for uh, downtown minneapolis um you know we it, i go down to the barn down the, in the, bueller i yeah. think but barn and bueller is uh just, but it's chicken fry food. It, well, it chicken is. Chicken fry and hamburgers. Yep, a lot of that. Hamburger steaks. It's really good. Well, but it's got a cool little bar in there. We're going to get Ashley and or Kira on this to talk about that place up in Minneapolis. But I really do hope at some point in the near future they can get that beer moving outside of that mm-hmm. place. Because, I, and I, told, I said this on the last podcast, 
I don't have a high expectations when I go to some of those places, especially knowing that it hasn't been around very long. Yeah. But their beer is for for a microbrewery like that. Their His, beer is excellent. They yeah they've done a fantastic yeah. job. That's that that's a that's been a really good thing. So speaking of drinks, I like. Can I make a request? Make a request. So we're kind of looking at a, a Mexican theme place here. Um, drinking margaritas all night. My favorite margarita in the world. I can't imagine it's that hard to make. I've never really looked into it. And Jimmy's going to throw a fit if he hears me talk about this. I think I know what you're going to say. But go ahead. The Salt Air Margarita at from, China Poblano. From, 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 from Vegas. Yes. 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 We, we can do it, and it's coming. Okay. Oh. I knew you were I might say. never leave. It's, I don't know what they do. So it's, it's just a margarita. But he makes this foam on the top of it that's like salty. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain without trying it. But oh, yeah. it's so good. It, it's it's kind of a whipped topping. Yeah. you know it's yeah. you know it's it's got like, looks you know. like calf slobbers. Yeah, on top <laughs> well of it can. Especially when it's dripping <laughs> off yeah. your chin. But <laughs> isn't it good though? And oh. you remember it, and you talk about it yep. now. And it, but it, it it our challenge has been where we do it in bulk, and right. we can do them do them quickly. Fast, yes. Do them quick. Yes. But it it is something we are working on. Yep. Good to know. Let me know when that happens. I, I'll, I'll let you come it's over. It's so you, good. You should come try them out. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll compare it. So I'm going to Vegas next month, so I'm going to have a couple there, and yep. I'll, uh, I'll uh, refresh my memory and bring it back. So <laughs> You already have a date set that you're going there. I heard Jimmy say that you have a specific date oh, that you're going I, there. I didn't know lunch. that, so he's and made we that said, No, we said he's got to be the most regimented guy we've ever met. Yep. Uh, did you – he knows exactly yeah. what day he's going to go back there and have yeah. that margarita. I mean, we talked about going there. Yeah. So that tells you how good they are. Yeah. Jimmy's people, a people pure it. Miller Lite drinker. Pure. Have you ever seen Jimmy no. drink something besides Miller Lite? No. Nope. So it's really Except good. Except when we go to Vegas, he'll drink those margaritas like they're going out of style. As long as he's not paying for it. <laughs> we didn't get into your menu too much yet. Sure. What was it you were, what, what, what's your, your favorite thing on your menu? My favorite thing right now is probably our, just our beef birria taco you know it's one that you know it, it's kind of been a, a trendy menu item that you've seen a lot of uh, tex-mex yep. or mexican places start to do in the last couple of years it it you know it, it's kind of a, a grilled cheese of tacos you know uh but they're with that paired with the right consomme or the right broth i think is is really hard to beat it's just really flavorful and if, if so if i had to pick one just signature item that's probably what i'd pick and if, in lunchtime your cooks can get it in, in and out pretty in, quickly in and, out, in and out quick yeah and so and we've also you know our our uh, carne asada tacos, street tacos. They've they've become a favorite. I take those home all the time. My kids yeah. eat those. I eat those. You know we we're using a a, a really a nice cut of ribeye that's shaved down, and it's you know it's not the cheapest thing in the world, but it from a quality standpoint, and I think it turns out you know it 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 they're just flavorful and they're good. Speaking of speaking of the not the most costly thing, in the time that say your dad. 10, 15 years ago at Hickory Hut to today, the price of beef, <laughs> has it just gone ridiculous? It, it, it has, and then it's kind of come back. So we're, we're in kind of a post-COVID, you know, euphoria right now that I think, you know, we even saw. Prices it, are down a they, little bit now from down. what they are. You know, are it's good. been, you know, it, and so we do, we do budgeting and forecasting, you know, and you watch the, the waves and undulations. So much of it's seasonal, too. You get into more of a grilling season in summer where, where you know, uh, restaurant demand and, and consumer demand jumps. 
And a lot of it depends, you know, you, you look at the, the kill rate, the different uh, uh, houses and processing pl- uh, places here in the Midwest, you know, and right now we're not in a real bad spot. So it should be, a, you know, we're, we're in a pretty good time right now. Um, you know, that, that's probably, the, you know, the least of my concern right now. You know, we, we can, you know, um, it, but going through COVID and different things, it was wild. Yeah. It was really wild. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing at Hickory Hat? Gosh, probably our ribs. You know, yeah. I, why not the ribs? Dang it! You know, somebody's got to try them every day. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, quality I, control. You know, it, it is quality control. You know, but it's we do them the same way, but we do it. You know, it it's but it's about in in training and doing the same process and the same process with the pork and the same process right. with the beef, and it and and it it's unique. A lot of other places don't do it like, and that's what that's why it is the way that it is. Right. You know, have you been with the same distributor for your? ribs for years or uh more or less yes yeah, yeah we everyone covid caused us to move around a little bit yeah but i've got i've definitely have preferred you have your folks. favorite oh for sure i would yeah. say i grew up in the restaurant business and believe this or not and it, it, if you live north of oklahoma city i think you go anywhere south all the way to new orleans it's different we had our favorite catfish vendors because yep. catfish is so different. You can buy terrible catfish or you can buy great catfish. And my dad, we did cat, all you can eat catfish Friday and Saturday nights. And you better have a good catfish guy. Yep. <laughs> so I think the, ca- the cows can be the same. You better oh, yeah. have a good Absolutely. meat guy. Yep. yep. There's a difference. Now, chicken, I'm not so sure. Just chicken's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'd say that no, either. No, even though that, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's, I wouldn't say that either. So. Yeah. It's, there's, you know, eat. As with anything else, you kind of get what you pay for. Yeah, you know? right. And especially right. in our economy today, they've figured out ways to, you know, to homogenize and you know commercialize those 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 meat markets. And yep. you know, if you if you see somebody selling something for cheap, you know, they didn't pay much yeah, for no. it. You know, and set expectations appropriately. Yeah, yeah that uh, that guy that sets up at the mall has got twenty ribeyes for twenty five <laughs> right. bucks. Yeah, might not be. You're going to get what you're paying for. <laughs> just say that. As we we're kind of winding down here, just a few more minutes here, but. Tell us if anybody's not been down here yet. What are your hours of operation? What is the you know? Are you open sure. seven days a week? Whatever. Just we're, give us a little yeah, rundown. Yeah, we are on not that. open seven days a week. We're closed on Mondays. Okay. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday we're open eleven to nine. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we're open eleven to ten. And here in a month or so, here we're going to actually bump those hours. Those closing hours will be an hour longer so we'll be closing at 11 um on the weekends and um and then our weekday hours will they'll move to 10 p.m so we'll become a little bit more of a night spot we we wanted to create a place that is 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 family friendly you know we're we're, we're we have a bar yes but we also we i, I bring my kids here i want right. my, i want my friends to bring their kids here right you know but also i want you to be able to come on a date night i want it we want to we want to we don't want to fit in one specific bowl you know we want you know, come after you go to basketball practice or baseball practice. We don't care what you look like. Just come, come hang out, sit at a picnic. Yeah, they table. let you in, so that's obvious. Right there, you go. See, there you go. But it's you know it, we, I I think we've created an, an environment that is you know welcoming to all types and you know and it, it's not you know we're we're pretty we're pretty dressed down unpretentious and just come on out and give us a shot. Yep. Anything else? Nope. You got any? Y'all got any uh, passing shots of who might win this Big 12 tournament? I'm I'm taking Oklahoma all the way. We're going to go on our first four-game winning streak of the year. and <laughs> I, I really <laughs> – What do you guys think? I really want one more – I don't want to say it. I'm trying to think I want to say this without it sounding negative. I want to play KU one more time. 
Yeah. Let's have a rubber match this year. I mean, I yep. would prefer it be in the final four or something like that, but. But you can meet in the championship yeah. game. You're yes, on we're game. on opposite sides yep. of the bracket. Yep. So, yeah. So, Very well could be the what happens. So, But you know who I'm picking, so. Yeah, you, you want K-State to win it, and I guess you do too. Or I, I want do, to, but or you I think do, they will? I do, but it's, 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 it's a blessing and a curse. You know, who wins that? You, you've got the, to the, the run through that conference and that conference tournament, yep. and then you've got to turn around three right. days later and yeah. go, go play a first-round game. Yeah. That I don't know if you want that as a program. Yeah, you, you know, just lose the first game and sit and rest for four rest. or five days before yep. you go play in the NCAA tourney. Okay, it, and I know neither one of you are probably big KU fans, but oh, you but think? did you see <laughs> did you see uh, this week the article saying that Bill Self might be the greatest regular season coach ever, and and would you want to be known as that <laughs> the greatest regular season coach ever? That this is going to come. That as sounds a whole surprise. lot like uh, Bob Stoops to me. Based on our loyal listeners and people who have listened to this and listened to me in the past, this answer is going to surprise you. I don't know that I would say he's the best ever. He's a pretty damn good coach. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, when you look at how seventeen Big Twelve championships, yeah. How consistently he does the same things every year. Every year they lose some games early. People start freaking out about it. Oh, we only had three guys come back from last year's team. We have nobody that plays defense. We're terrible. We're not even going to make the tournament. Like, they freak out. And he gets them going. He gets his seven or eight-man rotation nailed down about midway through the conference. Yep. By this point, every single year, they're playing the best yep. basketball of the season. Yep. I, I mean, yep. he's a good coach. Of course, yes, we I live, said we, something good about Kate. We live here in the middle of the United States, so right. we I, I probably see these guys. There's bound to be other great regular season coaches out there as well, but to me, he's got to be. How do you win yep. that many yep. Big 12 championships in a row? That's where I think Bob Stoops has got to be the best regular season coach, football no. coach. Regular season? No. Well, you don't just win every – I mean, he won no. six out of seven Big Gundy 12 championships. Gundy is way more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Philip. But I'm I mean, trying but, to get him but riled then you, up. But then you go to the end of it, and yeah. he's not the greatest coach ever, but he's regular season. So, what? hey, if I'd want to be known as something, I want to be known as something. Greatest something. Well, anything uh, else from you, Tim? No, yeah. guys. Thanks for coming out. No, yeah, and I just it's a beautiful place. And if you haven't you been know, here, Tim. get down here. Um, you know, uh, I, I've done a lot of stuff with a lot of nonprofits in town from my years with Catbackers, from my years with Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, I had a, a good friend of mine pass away from some COVID complications a couple years ago. We did a, a memorial tournament for him last year. And you guys, you and your family have always been great as far as helping us out, donating food or gift certificates or whatever it may be for all of those organizations. Um, you guys really do support this line of community. And I just want to tell you thank you to you and your family for all the stuff you guys have done for everybody in, in this city over the past however long Hickory What'd has What did you say, how long did your dad open up? Yeah. yeah, since 81. So, yeah, we're, we're north of 40. 40 years. We're oh, north, north uh, of 40. I remember as a kid when it was just a hut, they yeah. didn't have that restaurant. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do too. It was it was, <laughs> it was was takeout only. So Yeah, yeah. So, no. Well, continued success. Well, no, we, yep. I appreciate that, guys. And it, we're, we're just so proud to be a part of the business community here in Salina and, 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 and to support all those causes. That's, that's where we live. We yep. want to see everybody be successful. We want, we want to be a part of all this. And so, no, we're more than happy to do it. No. Yep. All right. Any parting words? Nope. Be happy to be back in about two more weeks. We might get uh, somebody that's something to do with sports on, you think? Oh, boy. You think we get somebody? Know, we'll see. 
Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to hit some of those restaurants we talked about in the next couple of weeks. No. But um, after after next two weeks, my schedule, I, I'm just winding down volleyball right now. Well, softball's about to just softball, really so. take off for you. Yeah, no, volleyball, I'll say this real quick. Volleyball, the club volleyball team, um, they didn't play a lot of turns. They're playing six, or five this year. But they took first, first, no, first, second, first. They took sixth in the tournament at Kansas City. They had a lot of sickness, and one girl actually wasn't even there. Um, last tournament's coming up Sunday, so be, I'd be disappointed if they didn't take first place. Yeah. But great, great volleyball season. Well, I'm ready for yeah, softball school, to get going. Softball so. starting up. So, Well, we'll All be right. back in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Phillip Project Podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.